Hey, what's up, homies? Welcome back to the Homies Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Anthony. I'm a realtor. I'm a lender. And hopefully together, we can give you a pretty good idea of what's happening in today's real estate market. We got a good one for you. We're going to be looking at homeowner equity insights. It's a report by CoreLogic. They release it every quarter. We're going to be touching on Q4 of 2020. So with that said, Angel, what is homeowner equity? So equity basically means the amount of money that you've made on your property. So if you have a loan amount of 400,000 and your home's worth 500,000, that $100,000 difference, that's how much money you have made and earned on, on your property. Exactly, right? So it's principal pay down. If your home is $500,000, you pay down $20,000, you now have $20,000 in equity. If you have appreciation on your property, your home is worth 500,000 and it appreciates 10%, you now have $50,000 in equity, right? If you have both principal pay down and appreciation, you add that together and that gives you what your equity is. So in that scenario, that would be $70,000 because $20,000 in principal pay down and $50,000 in appreciation. So for Q4 of 2020 nationwide, homeowner equity increased 1.5 trillion. That's up 16.2% year over year. Angel, what catches your attention about this? Equity is always a good thing, right? So it's a good sign that um, the more equity that's built nationwide, it's a good sign that we're probably most likely not going to see hopefully any any recession like we did in 2008 and 2009. Um, you know, it's a good sign. The more equity, the more the stronger the housing economy is. Absolutely. Uh, and just to touch on what Angel said, right? If you have positive equity in your property, there isn't going to be a foreclosure. Foreclosure for people that have are underwater on their property that have negative equity, right? So positive equity is always good because now you can sell your property and you have something left over after you sell your property. It's always good when home prices are rising because it means that the economy is typically stronger, right? And it also gives buyers more leverage or homeowners more leverage to pull money out if they ever need it for other scenarios. So now let's look at negative equity. So negative equity is when you're underwater, right? It's when you owe more on your home than what it's worth. That number has fallen. Negative equity has now fallen 21% year over year and only 410,000 homes have negative equity. That's only 2.8% of all mortgaged properties. Oh, I guess, I'm sorry, it's 1.5 million homes nationwide. So 2.8% of all mortgage properties. Just one year ago, that was 3.6% of all mortgage properties and 1.9 million homes. So what catches your attention here, Angel, about negative equity? Um, it is low, extremely low, right, nationwide. You can only assume that in Southern California, it's even less. Um, so good sign that home e that negative equity is down um another another strong indicator that you know we should we shouldn't see any um big fall a bunch of foreclosures on the markets and you know um pretty much bad loans out there this should pretty much be um good sign that no one's it's going to be hard for people to foreclose on their properties yeah absolutely and then just to give you an idea of what it was at its peak in 2009 26 percent of mortgage residential properties had negative equity. Right now, we're at 2.6%. So that's 10, um, 10 times less homes than what we saw at that peak. 
Um, really good indicators for the health of the real estate market. And again, negative equity can be if someone you know purchases a home, right, and they just bid more than what the home's worth because that's the way the real estate market is right now. And the home didn't appraise for the value that they put an offer in for. But remember, homes are appreciating really quickly, so you're able to catch up to what it's worth uh, relatively quickly within a month or a couple months. So that takes me into the year-over-year -year home price increase, right? So I have a quote here from Chief Economics of CoreLogic. He said, compared with the year earlier, home prices in December 2020 were up sharply 9.2% boosting the amount of home like home equity for the average homeowner with a mortgage to more than two hundred thousand dollars this equity growth has enabled many families to finance home remodeling such as adding an office or study further contributing to last year's record level in home improvement spending so what catches your attention here angel i'm paying attention not sure so so you know what what really catches my attention here is that with home equity increasing, that gives buyers and homeowners, I'm sorry, homeowners more leverage to be able to fix up the home the way they want, right? So yes, you might have to bid a little bit more to get into your home initially, but with time, you'll have the equity needed, right? To fix the home that you, the way you want it. So it's, it really opens up a lot of possibilities when home prices continue to increase in value this way, right? Because now you have more money to pull out more money to spend for remodeling to make your house nicer or whatever scenario you would need it for um is there anything that you wanted to touch on regards to this angel no i mean again good sign good sign for our for the housing economy absolutely um so let's look at negative equity state by state so as i mentioned earlier it's 2.6 percent nationwide in California, we're only at 2.2% negative equity. So that's really, really good. Only 2.2% of mortgage properties have negative negative equity in California. Um, Angel, what catches your attention here about the negative equity in California? Um, again, so the, that means that in California, obviously we're known for having expensive, you know, expensive real estate, but there's a reason for that, right? So, you know, when you purchase a home in California, you, you're going to see gains on those properties fairly quickly. Um, that's, you know, big reason why we're less than the national average. And yeah, it's a good sign if anybody's out here again. It's just all this goes to, you know, put putting all this together. These are all good signs for the housing market. And it's just showing that. Um, if you decide to buy something in California, you're most likely going to be buying a home that's appreciating fairly quickly. Yep, absolutely. So really good indicator for uh, the state of California. Now let's look at a micro level, right? So I want to look at Los Angeles County. What does that negative equity look like? In Los Angeles County, that's only 1% of mortgage properties right this is extremely low basically you know anyone who purchases a home 99 percent of the time they're going to purchase it with positive equity so this is a really really good indicator right here for uh, the health of the real estate market here in los angeles and the surrounding area uh san francisco has the best uh negative equity rate right 0.7 percent so 
really good indicators for not just Los Angeles, not just San Francisco, but probably for all of California because we see this, uh, we see the two metropolis here doing really, really well. Um, Angel, what, what catches your attention here about uh, Los Angeles County negative equity rate? Um, honestly, I, you know, I didn't even think it would be at 1%. I thought it would be a little less than that just because how, you know, homes, how much homes are appreciating right now. But again, it's just a good sign for all you people interested in buying in, you know, LA County, I'm sure Orange County, something's very, very similar to that. Um, I would assume maybe, you know, Riverside or uh, Riverside San Bernardino is also something somewhat similar to that as well. Um, probably a little higher out there. But yeah, just a good sign for, you know, you people interested in buying in Southern California that you're going to buy a home that's appreciating and it's not underwater and it's a good sign for the, for the economy. Absolutely. So let's look at the equity gains state by state. So California was the highest equity earning state of the United States, right? We had fi about $54,500 on average in equity gains, this is good news for you buyers. It's just further showcasing that, yes, purchasing real estate could be a little bit expensive, but the gains that you can get out of it year over year are really high, right? That's a lot of money, $50,000, $55,000 in a year. And equity gains is a lot, right? That doesn't include, uh, uh, that doesn't include, you know, if you're a renter, uh, if you're a property, uh, if you're an investor, you know, the rent you're collecting or, you know, tax write-offs, that's just equity. So there's a lot of other benefits that are tied into home ownership. Um, so, Angel, what catches your attention here about the state-by-state -state homeowner equity? Yeah, I mean, uh, I would I would have assumed as well that California would be the highest. Uh, most likely in L.A. County, it's even higher than that 55000 um, like how we did in our last uh, LA County report, homes were appreciating $26,000 in a month in LA County. So I'm sure it is much higher than that 55,000. Again, a good sign for, for anyone who's interested in purchasing these areas. You know, when you purchase these homes, you're gonna be, you know, making money on it, right? While you, you know, instead of paying for rent, something that your money you're never gonna see back, you're not only are you paying down your principal when you make your monthly payment, but just because of the area in which we live in, you're going to be seeing a lot of um, equity on your property built just in a couple of years. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, nailed it right on the dot. If you have the means to purchase a home, it probably makes sense to start looking pretty soon or now, uh, just because there's a lot of equity that's being, being missed out on for those that have the means but haven't yet pulled the trigger yet. So let's look at the loan to value ratio uh, nationwide. Angel, what is loan-to-value ratio for those that don't know? Loan-to-value is basically how much loan you currently have on your property compared to what it's actually worth, right? So if you own 400, if your loan is $400,000 and then your equity and your and your property is worth $500,000, you're at 80% loan-to-value, right? 20% of, of your home, you own it already free and clear. So if you sell your property, you'll be having a hundred thousand dollars. I mean, obviously there's fees and stuff to all that, but just a general idea, a hundred thousand dollars of equity to yourself. Absolutely. So it's essentially the opposite of what equity is, right? So if in loan to value of 80%, then you have 20% equity, 
right? So what's really neat about this loan to value nationwide chart is that a majority of homeowners, it, I wanna say at least 90% of homeowners have 90% equity or more in their property, right? This is huge. This just gives us a little bit more sense of security that, hey, you know what? If real estate prices start to decrease a little bit, 90% um, of homeowners have so much equity that they're gonna be safe of any type of foreclosure, right? There's a very small percentage of people that have uh, you know, 90% or less, I mean, 10% or less equity on their home. And again, as we've seen earlier, the average appreciation rate or the appreciation rate we've, we've seen year over year is about 9.3% nationwide, right? In California and Los Angeles County, it's even higher year over year. So uh, really good news uh, for uh, homeowners that there and this for the real estate market that there's a lot of security right now in real estate just because a majority of homeowners do have a lot of equity already in their property. So uh, all in all, I, I kind of want to recap this with Angel. Uh, what catches your attention, Angel, about this this report from CoreLogic? You know, I think these are just a lot of strong trends and a lot of strong st statistics that are showing right now that, again, just kind of back up that the home, that the, the housing market shouldn't be seeing any crash soon, right? Um, not only with that, but along with banks. So back during the recession, banks were, before, right before the recessions, banks were lending money to anybody back then, right? Mm -hmm. Now banks, they don't lend money like that anymore. They're a lot stricter on who they lend their money to. And just to kind of give you an example of that, before when when the um, when COVID hit, you could, people were calling for, qualifying for an FHA loan at 580, right? Most banks, right when COVID started and they saw like how it was shaking up the economy, they raised that to 640. You know, now they've loosened it back up. Most banks are at 620, some are even back at that 580 mark. But yeah, if, if the economy does get shaky, banks are gonna be a lot stricter on who they lend their money to, which is good for homeowners because that means that most likely um, we wouldn't see such a strong drop in home prices or such so many foreclosures out there because they're giving up good loans and not loans to you know less qualified people when it comes to as far as you know their credit rating and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So the bank has definitely tightened up from where they were in 2008, 2009 when they had very poor lending practices. Um, so that's really good news is that the people that are qualified are very qualified buyers, right? They are very, they're a lot less likely to uh, foreclose or not be able to be delinquent on their payments. So uh, that's a good indicator that we should be looking ahead, right? Real estate prices are probably going to continue to go up for the next couple, I, at least the next couple of years, in my opinion. Uh, I briefly want to touch on why. Uh, the, the three reasons why I really think home prices are going to go up and continue to trend in that direction is because we're going to have low interest rates through 2023. The Federal Reserve already announced that. Um, I think that they might even push that off a little bit longer. That's what the administration is looking like right now. Number two is that the economy is changing, right? Rather than going into an office, a lot of companies are changing to a hybrid model where they're going into the office and working at home while some of them are just permanent work from home from now on. And what we've seen is that these employees that are now working from home, they want to be more comfortable in their home. They want a house 
with maybe a, a, an office or somewhere where they can just have more space because they're going to be spending more time there and they're more likely to invest into a house, right? As opposed to maybe staying in their apartment or whatever it would be. So this is another indicator that shows, hey, you know what? There's more buyer demand than we've ever seen before. I think that we're going to continue to see prices increase, right? Uh, another thing that's really going to influence buyer demand and home prices is uh, Biden's $15,000 tax plan that I don't think will be rolled out anytime soon just because it doesn't make more sense to ignite more buyers when we already have 20% less homes on sale than we did a year prior. Uh, it makes more sense to ignite buyer demand when buyer uh, when uh, inventory starts to pick up, when buyer demand starts to tailor off, right? So then when buyer demand starts to tailor off in a couple of years and inventory picks up, then yes, enact this Biden $15,000 tax plan, right? And yes, a lot of people are gonna wanna take advantage of it. It's gonna bring out more demand. And what we know is when there's more demand, prices tend to go up, right? So uh, just because of this, I, I anticipate that home prices will continue to trend upwards for you know at least the next two to three years. Again, this is all speculation based off of the research that we've seen. Um, but yeah, this is, what, this is what my take on what the real estate market is looking like. Uh, I know me and Angel have touched on this before, but appreciation in Los Angeles County and the surrounding areas is really, really strong. We're looking at about seven, eight percent year over year. If you purchase a home with three point five percent down in two years, you're gonna have the equity needed with the principal pay down and the appreciation to remove mortgage insurance, right? So it's something to consider that hey, you know what? Yes, my payment is gonna be a little bit more expensive because I had to get a pay for this mortgage insurance. But as soon as I get into my home, I'm starting to earn equity in two years. I'm going to remove that mortgage insurance, make my payment more affordable. So even if your payment is really tight for, you know, the first two years, just know that it's it should get more affordable with time. Right. So it might be worth you know, tightening the budget for the that two, three years until you remove mortgage insurance and, and free up that space. So this is all in all what I just wanted to touch on and give my two cents uh thank you homies for joining the podcast i hope you enjoyed it. i hope you found it useful if you want to see these charts you can see them on our youtube channel um so thank you podcast for having us angel any last words um no i, I think again for anybody who has the means of buying you know i suggest that you really do go look at and buy and remember equity and and everything is all great right you know but most importantly if you feel comfortable making the monthly payment right now it's, it's a great time to buy right that's the main that's always going to be the key if you feel comfortable making a monthly payment it's never a wrong time to buy absolutely but that said thank you homies i appreciate it all right thank you hey homies it's anthony this podcast contains my opinions and is for educational purposes only. It does not guarantee any projections and should not serve as a basis for any purchase or sale in real estate.